Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Welcome to Baptist Vices. Doc is in the house. And we are going to interview Zachary Dam. Zachary Dam is a younger man that uh, teaches in a small Bible college. And God gifted him with a love for language. So our Baptist vice is for the love of languages. And I think you'll enjoy it. We're going to talk about some of the misconceptions when it comes to languages, but also that we're blessed with some folks that just have a, a love for it. And God seems to gift them with understanding certain things when it comes to biblical languages. So enjoy this time as we interview Zachary Dan. Hello, my name is Zachary Dam, and I work at Independent Baptist Academy over in Maryland. I've had a wide range of teaching experience, five years out in Utah, and um, I graduated from Fairhaven Baptist College with a Bachelor's of Arts in Pastoral Theology, and while I was there, I concentrated a lot on language studies, linguistics, Greek, and Hebrew, as well as some Spanish. All right, and so has that expanded some? It has, yes. So So what other language are you touching in now? Um, right now, I'm continuing with my Greek and my Hebrew. In the past, high school, I started off with French and uh, Russian, Spanish. Okay, okay. Um, so in the Bible, when we talked about this, so in the Bible, it tells us this studies you show ourselves approved, and that does include a language, and we're going to talk about some of the, I'd say, misconceptions when it comes to languages and biblical languages specifically. But God seems to have given you a heart for languages. So I'm going to have you share a little bit of your testimony and how how do you see God, uh, and I believe that's in the providence of God, how did has God led you in this world of language study? Yeah, so growing up, my dad and my mom both took Russian at the Defense Language Institute in California. That's how they ended up meeting. And so from an early age, I had language in the home hmm. and books with alphabets that I didn't understand or recognize, and my dad ended up adding Serbo-Croatian to his list of languages that he could speak and used for his career for over 20 years in the Army. So for me, it was just second nature to pursue a foreign language. So high school, I took French, I added some Spanish and Russian, and also while I was in high school, I started to dig a little deeper in my Bible study with Strong's Concordance and yeah. Hebrew and Greek dictionaries and just looking up a lot of the definitions there and then just pursued that into college and beyond. Well, that's neat. And, and so in college, you did some linguistic studies too, didn't you? Yes, sir, I did. I okay. took two classes of grammatical analysis, phonetics, and uh, second language acquisition okay. methods. And so have you done anything, uh, so that's um, that'd be bachelor's, yes, so sir. are you pursuing anything else uh, presently, like in language study? Y- yep. Yes, sir. So I've started a master's course at, at Veritas Baptist College, Okay. and through there I've taken a semester of Greek already at the okay. master's level. Okay. And you and you just, you enjoy language, though. I do. You just, you enjoy the language study. And some of that, so what's interesting is 
I think this could go, and this would be a whole nother podcast as far as, as parents, you can steer people. You are, you, uh, and so your parents, whether they knew it or not, and some of that is in uh, God's placing you in that family. God knew what family you were going to be in and they uh, weren't doing it for biblical languages necessarily. They were doing it more because that's what a specific, well, your dad, yes. that was his livelihood, Yes, but it was language study. Uh, but that does transfer down to the kids. Yes, it does. So uh, we have some explanations. So how has language study helped you understand the scriptures? So just going back to where I started, I got a lot of definitions of words, and I learned to do word studies starting out just on my own. And so I would say that's very beneficial when you look at a word in the Bible and you know that, oh, this word means this because you did the background study, not just with the English, but also with the Hebrew or the Greek. That's a tremendous benefit. And then if you get to access the text itself and you learn the grammar, how different things work together in those languages, it it just helps you to see the logic. Paul was a very logical writer, and we get some of that logic through the English, but you can see that through the Greek too. And it's nice to see the parallels. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have like an example or anything like that? As far as word studies? Yeah. Um, I would just throw out the word perfect. Okay. Sometimes in English we think perfect means without sin or without fault, and that's one English meaning, but a lot of times in the scripture, studying the Greek word behind it or even the Hebrew, it's not always sinlessness. It's not always uh, without per- imperfections, but sometimes it's being mature or being complete. So just thinking through the definitions rather than, going with the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So my next thought here is, do you feel that, and this is where we get into some misconceptions, do you feel that language study is for everyone? So I would say at the very basic level, people should know a a very basic amount of of information. If you're going to read the Bible, you need to know how language works. Yes. Does everyone need to go on to uh, study Greek and Hebrew, let's say, in yeah. Bible college? No, not yeah. necessarily. Okay, and with that, um, so when we're saying that the Bible does instruct us to study. Yes. And I love study, and you and I have talked about that. You love studying, but each of us have different avenues and different streaks and weaknesses. Right. And I think um, you have to, you pray about it. There are people that can help focus you and steer you. And obviously, there's some things that become more natural to you. And for you, uh, I can remember, I've known you, now I'm trying to think of how long, but it's 10, 15 years, I think, something like that, (laughs) close to that. And you always had a knack for languages. And some, I don't think at the beginning I knew this as far as your dad, but then as I got to know you, I knew that your dad had a knack for languages. Right. Well, then that was uh, inherent and kind of coming down to you. So we know that, but but we're not, and no, in no way when we say it's not for everybody, are we saying don't study. Right, right. <laughs> we're not saying that. And also, it is very important that the language you, your primary language, study all you can yes. through it. Yes. Uh, for instance... I just used it uh, this morning, trying to think, in the passage in Luke chapter 11 where it says, ask and seek and knock, that that's in the present tense. That's current English. It's not, I don't have to know the background language to look at it. 
and realize there's tenses. Right. And that's just that's just English. Yes. And I think that sometimes we we sidestep just knowing the English that yes. we have. It's very important. Um, you know, I, your father-in-law, Pastor Bishop, we were talking last night in regards to this, and we were saying how important it is when you're dealing with people. And in a church setting, you're going to have successful people step into your church and visit. And I'm not trying to... If you're, if you're pastoring in the country and and you're pastoring in the city, that shouldn't matter as far as your study of Scripture. Right. You still want to have a knowledge and a grasp of the English language. Right. Or if you're French, of the French language. Exactly. Or Spanish, of the Spanish language, because people do recognize, well, wait a minute, that guy, I mean, he didn't even care. That's not what that passage says. Right. So... Um, we understand it's not for everyone. So then my next question, a misconception that you have to know biblical lang- languages to understand Scripture. So I believe that the Scripture goes against some of that. So why don't we talk about that? And, and I appreciate that you have a love for languages. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important that we, I believe in every generation God gives us people that have a love for languages that are, Conservative. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because what happens is some people basically say that if you don't know the languages, you can't know Scripture. So I'm going to let you jump on that and talk about the pros, cons, and the dangers. Right. I think when we look at studying Scripture, we have to remember what the Bible actually teaches us about learning what the Bible says. And that goes back to Jesus taught us it's the Holy Spirit. Yes. teaches us yeah. the Bible. And the Bible doesn't say he gives a different Holy Spirit to those who have a higher understanding of the text than others. It's the same Holy Spirit to all, so that means that he'll open the text of Scripture to anyone who asks of the meaning. I like the verse out of John where Jesus said, If any man will do my will, he shall know the doctrine, whether I speak of myself or whether I am of God. And so as you're listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit from the Word of God, the Bible, and as you're doing obeying what he says, he will open your mind to direct you what it means. Yes. And so we also have the first Peter passage where it tells us that the word of God, or it might be second Peter, first Peter chapter one talks about the word of God, where the word of God is forever. I think it's second Peter chapter one at the end. Not not of any private interpretation. So the word of God is not of any private interpretation. So I believe that goes against Catholicism. It does. Where... If, if we're not careful with biblical languages, what you're going to do is throw us all back to the Dark Ages right. where only these special elite people yes. truly can understand Scripture. Well, that, then what you've just done is a person that is, doesn't have all this education, and you're almost you're demeaning them. You are. Mm-hmm. And that's wrong. Uh, remember, I can't remember if it was Wycliffe or... One of the men, he basically said, I want every plowman. Yes, Tyndale. Tyndale. Yes. Every uh, plowman to have a copy of the scriptures and know it. Right. That should be our heart. It should be. Our heart should be that everybody can know the scripture. And part of it is just goes to what you said. It's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So if the Holy Spirit is in us upon salvation, 
let him guide us. And I think some, the hardest thing with the aspect of the Holy Spirit is that he also doesn't just guide you, he convicts you. He does. And one of the things in my study of Scripture with the Holy Spirit that people don't realize is he, I believe he's continually teaching and guiding and convicting. And what we do is we have a tendency to stop, stop listening. Mm -hmm. And then that's a process in the Bible of um, quenching. Yes, it is. It's quenching him. It's quenching him. It's, it's grieving him, grieving him. Mm -hmm. And when we do that over and over, well, the Holy Spirit uh, we're not hearing him as much. So uh, I believe that the misconception is that the, the biblical language is, is a requirement, and it's not. But yet I appreciate, I appreciate that God gifts people. Uh, you have a love for languages. You've had a love for languages since you were little. Well, that's, I think, a, a great thing for even looking at the King James issue. It is. Because a lot of folks, right, I'm sure that you've studied a lot on the King James issue. So what some do, it would be the opponents of the King James. Mm -hmm. Because we believe that you don't have to know languages yeah. to know Scripture. So what the elitists do is they throw it in our face and say, well, you uneducated buffoons... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you know, as they look down their nose upon us. Well, that, that's not that's not what we're saying. But if the average person cannot know the scriptures, then it is the dark ages. It is. So my last question is, what are some simple tools that you have found to help in understanding biblical languages? And this could be technology. It could be other books, different things like that. So I'm going to have you share some of those. Sure. So... I would say the most basic tool, just where I started, would be Strong's Concordance. Get a good concordance like Strong's that goes through every word of the Bible and gives you the Hebrew and the Greek behind it, and that's the way to start. Yeah, He gives you the alphabet, a basic system of pronunciation, then you can get right into looking at the words and doing word studies, which is a fabulous way to get into it, especially if you're not looking to go on to any further education. But even for me, it gave me an edge up when I came into college because I had so many of these words and so uh -huh. many of these concepts already in my head. So I would say that's a start, just regular concordance, be looking okay. at word studies. And then after that, I would add, if you want to be more advanced, you buy a, a Greek-Hebrew Bible and, and work on reading your way through it in concordance with a... Um, a lexicon or um, a grammar that will explain it to you in a basic way. Now, as far as those go, yeah. you have to be very careful. So that's where I would look to someone who knows the issue, if you don't, to guide you because there are lots of texts that are wrong yeah. and people okay. that have ulterior motives. So I, I would look to your pastor or someone else that you know that you can trust that's uh, knowledgeable in that area. So you're saying uh, even with buying the Greek-Hebrew Bible... Yes. Be now, careful. the Hebrew, not as much, but definitely the Greek, you have to be careful which text you buy. So I would check with someone. Okay. The and so you have that, and then um, then you're going to have a lexicon that goes along with that. Yes, and then a grammar that will help you to get some of the basic okay. concepts down so you can start to read it and put things together, break things okay. apart. And then as far as software goes, I started out with eSword. It's free. You yeah. can download it, and there's a lot of searching tools and things of that nature that you can use, and it saves you a lot of time yep. and has a lot of 
functions that go with it. You could add Sword Searchers, another uh, compatible okay. or similar version yeah. that I've used before. And then there's another program, Accordance. So you can look, and there are probably thousands out there. Some are expensive, and you're going to have to spend money. But if you don't have any money, there are cheap or, or free options <laughs> right. that will get you started and, yeah. and save you a lot of time in the process. Good. Well, I appreciate your time. No, appreciate you. you taking the time to talk about languages. I know you love languages. I do. And I'm glad that God blesses people. Uh, that um, And he's brought them, I'd say, in the independent Baptist circles. I have a bunch of friends that love languages, and they love studying them. And I'm glad that, uh, that God has uh, gifted them with that, gifted them with that love. Yes, um, and I think... I close with this idea. God has made us all unique individuals, and each of us have talents and strengths and weaknesses. And then by coming together, what happens is we benefit all yes. Yes. Uh, together. So thankful that God has given you that. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.